Hi friends, uh, this is Moses from Christian Motivation. I do hope you are doing fine. Um, I just want to briefly encourage you this week. It's another week and I just want to share with you something that um, it's not the first time I see this but I love uh, this part of scripture and um, I was meditating uh, on this scripture today. Uh, I woke up uh, uh, just thinking about um, about seeking the Lord and so um, I was drawn to this scripture I keep on coming back to this scripture every now and then um, because it's something that really blesses me and so I just want to encourage you with it and I want to um, to challenge you with it because I believe it's something that uh, if you take the time to meditate on it, it will be a blessing to you. By the way, I must apologize in case you you hear my voice. Um, sound if I if I sound funny, it's because um, it's like I'm I'm not really feeling well. So just uh, bear with me. But um, the the scripture I really want to encourage you with is in Exodus chapter thirty three. And I'm going to read from verse 7 to verse 11. Exodus chapter 33 from verse 7 to verse 11. And I'm using the New Living Translation. It says, It was Moses' practice to take the tent of meeting and set it up some distance from the camp. Everyone who wanted to make a request of the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. Whenever Moses went out to the tent of meeting, all the people would get up and stand in the entrances of their own tents. They would all watch Moses until he disappeared inside. As he went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and hover at its entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. When the people saw the cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, tent, they would stand and bow down in front of their own tents. Inside the tent of meeting, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Afterward, Moses would return to the camp, but the young man who assisted him, Joshua, son of Nun, would remain behind in the tent of meeting. What I want to challenge uh, you with this week is um something to do with seeking the Lord um, one of the things that um, I really have a desire uh, a desire for is to get back to that place where the Lord where God becomes the priority in my life I mean where I'm not just talking about it but where with every with every five but within me I really make God the priority in my life as christians sometimes we, we 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 know what the word says and we talk about the word but we do not act on what the word says i mean we we know what the word says but we fail to act on the word of the lord and the word tells us that we should seek the lord god promised in um, jeremiah chapter 29 let's look at Jeremiah chapter 29 um, let me let me see here 
Jeremiah 29 uh, verse 11 I'm going to read from verse 11 it says for I know the plans I have for you says the Lord they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope in those days when you pray I will listen if you look for me wholeheartedly you will find me so God is promising us in, a, uh, uh, in another version it says in the King James if you seek for me if you seek for me with the whole of your heart so God is promising us that if we seek him with the, with the whole of our hearts we will find him but I love the way even uh, this um, particular scripture starts in verse 11 it says for I know the plans I have for you says the Lord they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope in other words God has a plan for us a plan for good a plan to give us a future a plan to give us a hope but he says for us to be able to find out that plan we can't seek him we can't even seek him so we know what the plan of God for our lives is you see one of the things that I believe every child of God wants is to know what God's plan for their lives is and right here in these verses that we just read he is saying if you seek for me with the whole of your heart there is the plan I have for you and what he's really promising is that he will reveal that plan to you he will reveal that plan to me if I can seek him with the whole of my heart and it's amazing how he puts it he says when we seek for him to find him we have to involve the whole of our heart and I believe that as children of God somewhere somehow we have lost it where we don't seek God with the whole of our hearts where we seek him uh, with just a part of us uh, it's almost like we just wish to seek for him or even when we seek him we don't have everything within us invested in him we don't have the whole of our heart invested in him we just um we just keep on uh, maybe talking about seeking him or wishing we would seek him but somehow somewhere we are involved with all these other things all these other activities in our lives and i just want to encourage you that we get back to that place of seeking the lord now in the scripture that i just read you uh, in exodus chapter 33 uh, from verse 7 to verse 11 uh, it blesses me for this um, um, it blesses me because of this here are certain uh, are some things that you can look at and and see that was happening it says it was Moses's practice to take the tent of meeting and set it up some distance from the cup the one thing that catches my attention here is that this um, uh, uh, the tent of meeting was set a distance away from the camp it was set a distance away from the camp in that if you really wanted to seek God you had to inconvenience yourself you had to leave your comfort zone to go a distance away from the camp you had to leave the people you you love uh, your family your friends uh, the people you relate with 
you had to inconvenience yourself move away from them leave the entertainment leave the social gatherings and walk a distance away from the camp so that you can go and meet the Lord in other words the value that you put on meeting with God had to be higher than the value you put on your family the value you put on meeting with God had to be higher than the value you put on the entertainment on the social gathering and everything that was happening in the camp and the same thing should happen in our lives there should be such a high value we put on seeking God on meeting with God that it is so high that we can't compare it to anything else in other words the priority in our lives should be to seek God so the question then becomes how much priority do you put on God how much priority do you put on God so when you continue reading it says everyone who wanted to make a request of the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp so the other thing that we see here is that this was an open invitation it wasn't just to a few people but everyone that wanted to make a request of the Lord would go to the meeting outside the camp in others Moses put there this tent of meeting and it was open to everyone it wasn't just open to the priests it wasn't just open to, to, to the leaders it was open to everyone it is the same thing today uh, what Jesus did for us was to remove the veil and give us access to the throne of grace so anyone who has a desire to seek the Lord anyone who has a desire to commune with God can go directly and meet with God now that is a privilege that we have but a privilege that we don't use as often and my encouragement to you my brother and sister is that we should we should ask God to give us a new burning desire where we truly truly desire to meet with him in verse 8 it says whenever Moses went out to the tent of meeting all the people would get up and stand in the entrances of their own tents they would all watch Moses until he disappeared inside as he went into the tent the the pillar of cloud would come down and hover at its entrance where the Lord spoke with Moses you know it's amazing it's amazing how people would would just look at Moses they would get up and they would stay in the camp they would stay in their tents and refuse to go with Moses to meet with the Lord they would just look at him do you realize that even right now some of us just just look at people that are seeking the Lord and people that are getting results in God and we we just cruise along uh, even when these people tell us what to do like you will hear of um, what we would call like the mighty men of God or you uh, you'd hear of pastors uh, um, or teachers or evangelists or these people that we we really look look at 
um, and seeking the Lord and we may look at them and say oh wow are they seeking the Lord they're they're giving of their time they're they're making sacrifices and we can't just talk about them and we talk about the miracles that are happening in their lives uh, talk about uh, the, the revelations they're getting in God and we sometimes think that these people are special these people are not special they have just made a decision to seek the Lord so you and I can make that same decision and say that I'm going to seek God because I want to see miracles signs and wonders follow me I'm going to seek God because I want to have a revelation of what he has done for me I'm going to seek God because I want to be able to walk in his word I want to put my hands on the sick so they can be healed. I want to be able to command evil spirits to get out of people. I want to see prosperity uh, uh, following me. I want, I want to see the things that God has promised me manifest in my life. These things, these promises are available to each one of us. We can't just look uh, at people uh, that are getting results and we think that maybe with them uh, uh, they are lucky or God has, uh, 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 has special uh, special grace upon them. No. Every one of us has the same kind of access to God. Every one of us has the same kind of access to God. It's just uh, uh, your decision you just have to decide um, uh, how much time you're willing to give in uh, you have to just you're the one who has to decide how how hungry are you how thirsty are you for God uh, it says right here that when the people saw the cloud standing at the entrance of the tent they would stand and bow down in front of their own tents so they were just in their tents and they are bow bowing down but verse 11 says inside the tent of meeting the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend that is where I personally want to be I want to be at that place where I am speaking to God, to my Father, face to face. I want Him to speak to me as a father speaks to a child, as a father speaks to uh, 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 his son, as a friend speaks to a friend. That is the kind of intimacy that I desire to have with God. And that is the kind of intimacy that I desire, that you desire to have with God. We shouldn't just be wishing to have this kind of relationship. God is our Father. He is the closest friend we can have. But let that not just be uh, uh, words we use. Let those things become a reality to us. And the only way they can become a reality to us if, is if we make up our minds and decide to seek the Lord with all of our hearts. That's what Jeremiah chapter 29 uh, told us, that if we seek him with all of our hearts, with all of our hearts, we will find him. And the thing that blesses me uh, also is that 
when you read the last part of verse 11 here it says afterward moses would return to the camp but the young man who assisted him joshua son of nan would remain behind in the tent of meeting so you see there was somebody who was hungry for god joshua was hungry for god no wonder joshua was the next person in line because he had a heart for god he had a heart for god this guy had a heart for God. I I desire to have a heart for God. He 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 was in a place where he stayed there even after Moses left. He stayed there and continued to seek the Lord. So this guy gave he gave up on on a lot of stuff while people were in the in in the camp enjoying themselves and socializing and entertaining themselves and having good time with friends and and family he was busy seeking the lord but guess what there was a reward there are two things about seeking god now these are not the only two things but here are two things about seeking god one when you decide to seek God, it will cost you. It will cost me. And we have to understand that there is a cost to seeking God. You can find that, you can go and read in Luke chapter 14 uh, from verse 26 and verse 33. Jesus says that there is a cost to seeking God. And he says that if you are not willing to hate your mother, your father, your your sister, your wife, your brother, your, your children, and carry your own cross, you cannot be his disciple. In other words, Jesus put this as vivid as it can be. He said in comparison to anyone else, we need to have a heart if we are to be his disciples we need to have a heart that puts him as the priority and he says priority over our spouses priority of our children priority over our relatives over our uh, our friends we need to keep God the priority if we are to see God we need to keep him the priority the challenge that I'm giving to you the challenge that I have is learning how to elevate God above everyone and above everything because I will tell you it is hard because you want to spend time with your family you want to spend time with your loved ones you want to spend time with your friends you want to spend time watching some tv you want to spend time going somewhere and visiting somebody you want to spend time doing all this other stuff yet god wants the whole of your heart but here is something that is really really a blessing when peter when Peter um, asked Jesus, okay, we have left everything, we have given up our, our wives, we've left our children, given up our, our houses, how are we going to benefit? Jesus promised him and said, I'm telling you, everyone that has left everything to come follow me will get a hundredfold in this life and in the life to come. So it is important to know that when you make a decision to pay the cost, to pay the price, 
there is a reward and that is the second thing I wanted to tell you about seeking God one there is a cost two there is a reward in in um, in Hebrews chapter 11 verse uh, verse 6 it talks about God being a rewarder of those that diligently seek him again the key word here is diligently seek him but you know what it's saying it's saying that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him so two things about seeking God one it will cost us secondly we will have a reward so if we can have the same attitude that Jesus had uh, you remember the verse where uh, the Bible talks about I think it's in Hebrews where the Bible talks about that Jesus looked at um, oh God I forget how how I'm trying to, to paraphrase it but Jesus looked at the price that was set before him and uh, therefore he humbled himself even to the death of the cross we need to have that kind of attitude where we look at the reward and decide to humble ourselves to pay the price because I guarantee you if we can do that then we will be in position to be the light to the world because here is the thing my brother and sister the world is waiting for our manifestation but until we get in that place where we seek God so that he can manifest himself to us and through us to the world we are always going to be in a place where we are not any different from the world we need to come to that place where we are so hungry for God that we will we will go after him with the whole of our hearts and see him work in us and through us that is something that I quickly wanted to share with you um, it's something I've been meditating on it's something I love um, I love this uh, these scriptures because every now and then uh, the Lord will bring me back to these scriptures because we have to make him the priority so I was uh, when I woke up this morning I was really um, um, that's what I woke up with on my heart and I've been spending the day meditating on it and I just wanted to share it with you hopefully it blesses you as you go through the week I, I hope it blesses you I hope um, you will use it and um, uh, meditate on it so that uh, uh, you can also make a decision to seek the Lord. I really desire that um, I learn to put God the priority in my life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much and we bless you. We love you so much. We, we, we are so grateful because you've given us your word. Um, and we know that you are true to your word. You just promised us in your word that if we can seek you with the whole of our hearts, we will find you. We know that you are true to your word, even when we are not true to your word. But today we just come before you and 
and we are asking for your grace that you grant us the grace to know how to seek you it is my desire heavenly father that I will learn to apply my heart to seeking your face I I desire to to seek you so I pray that you will increase the hunger for you in my life I pray that you will increase the thirst for you in my heart teach me Holy Spirit how to seek God teach me how to put God the priority over everything and I pray the same prayer for my brother and for my sister that may be listening to me right now I pray that you give us a burning desire for more of you for the things of the kingdom that we will learn to give ourselves to humble ourselves to you and to seeking your face Father we love you we praise you and we glorify you Jesus we acknowledge you as our Lord and Savior we praise you and we worship you Holy Spirit we love you and we thank you because you are our teacher and our helper we submit to your teaching we submit to your help help us in Jesus' great and mighty name Amen my brother, my sister God bless you stay blessed keep the faith and go out and reign in life bye bye